What's up, everybody? This is your main man, Tyler, here with the Around the Bases podcast. Got a lot to get to. Um, so let's just dive right in. Team USA played a four-game series against USA Pride. Team USA swept that series. They hit a walk-off homer in the first game. Haley McClenney hit it at Cowgirl Stadium in uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Game two at Hall of Fame Stadium in Oklahoma City before Friday's winter bracket games of the Women's College World Series. Team USA scored five runs in the fifth to put the USA pride away seven to nothing. Game three back at Cowgirl Stadium, Monica Abbott shut down USA pride in a three to nothing win. Sam Shaw, Jalen Ford did a good job of holding Team USA to only three runs. And then Team USA got the sweep of the Pride in a four to three eight inning win. They went up, uh, the Pride went up two nothing in the first, solo homers in the fourth and fifth off of James Madison's Megan Good. Tied it up at two and it stayed that way until the eighth. Team USA scored two in the top of the eighth and the USA Pride couldn't complete the comeback, only scoring one run. So, good competition. Uh, they played four games against Team Alliance this past weekend, made up of mostly college players and a few uh, high school players. Uh, Team USA won that series 3-1. to one. They actually did lose the finale. Um, but either way, it's just good that they're getting this experience and getting some playing time in before the Olympics next month. Uh, moving on to the Division Three National Championship Series, let's give some love to the Virginia Wesleyan Marlins and the Texas Lutheran Bulldogs for making it. A uh, matchup between the last three national champions, Virginia Wesleyan in 17 and 18, and Texas Lutheran, the defending champ, in 19. Um, game one, Carly Fretz's three-run homer in the bottom of the first is all Virginia Wesleyan would need to get to be 1-1 away from the national championship. Hannah Hall also struck out seven while throwing only or allowing only two hits and a two-run homer. Game two, Skyler Outlet had all three RBIs to help Texas Lutheran even up the series in one and force a winner-take-all game for the national championship on June 1st in a 3-2 win. Ashlyn Struther was able to hold them off in the circle in the seventh as they got a two-run triple with two outs, but she shut the door down to get the job done. Then Virginia Wesleyan rolled to their third natty and third in their last four seasons as they took down Texas Lutheran 9-1 in five innings to win the championship and take the crown. So congratulations to the Marlins. Well done. Division Two National Championship Series. Let's give love to the Biola Eagles and the West Texas A&M uh, Buffs for making it to the champ series. Game one, Paige Austin of Biola threw a four-hit shutout to give the Eagles the 1-0 series lead. However, in game two, uh, designated player Sydney Greason's three-run homer in the fourth lifted West Texas A&M to tying the series at one, forcing the winner-take-all game for the Natty on June 1st in a 7-4 win. Gabriella Valforte's Grand Slam in the bottom of the sixth lifts West Texas A&M to their second national championship in program history in a 4-1 to win over Biola. Their other national championship came in 2014 when they beat Valdosta State. 
So congratulations to the Bioli, uh, to the West Texas A&M Buffs for winning the Division II National Championship. Those things having been said, let's move on to the Women's College World Series recap. Effectively, we'll go down as the best Women's College World Series that we've ever seen. And let me tell you why. What a start to the Women's College World Series. Odyssey Alexander and Shannon Sale both threw nine strikeouts, but it was James Madison that walked away with the win, with their first ever win, first ever Women's College World Series game in a four to three, eight inning win over Oklahoma. Sarah Juvis's homer in the top of the third gave James Madison the three to nothing lead. Oklahoma immediately responded in the bottom of the inning with a T.R. Jennings three run homer. The Dukes didn't have another hit until Kate Gordon's home run in the eighth, which broke the CAA record for home runs and a, a career home runs. The Dukes only had three hits in the game, but two of them were home runs to lift them uh, to the lift James Madison to the winners bracket. Oklahoma hadn't scored less than three or four runs all year until the opening day of the Women's College World Series. Very impressive. Um, so give all the credit in the world to Odyssey Alexander for being extremely effective against one of the best offenses we've ever seen in the game. Terry Eberly got the ground out of Sydney Kuma with runners on second and third in the seventh to end the game to lift Oklahoma State to the winner's bracket in a 3-2 win over Georgia. Cheyenne Factor hit a two-run homer in the bottom of the third to give the Cowgirls a 2-0 lead. Georgia got a run back on an obstruction call in the sixth. Allison Febri got an RBI in the bottom half of the inning to make it 3-1. Ellie Armistead kept them alive with a double that drove in a run. But ultimately, they fell short in their comeback. So Oklahoma State met James Madison in the winner's bracket on Friday, third meeting ever. And uh, Georgia met Oklahoma in the elimination game, which started Saturday which they split a doubleheader back in April in Georgia. It was Oklahoma's first loss of the season at that time. So moving on to the nightcap of opening day, Montana Fouts threw a 16-strikeout two-hitter in Alabama's 5-1 win over Arizona. It would have been a shutout if Jesse Harper didn't hit her 92nd home run of her career, which is tied for second all-time with two outs in the seventh. Bailey Hemphill hit her 63rd home run at Alabama in the game. Abby Doer hit a two-run homer in a pinch-hitting spot in the sixth, and it was 2 nothing until the sixth when Alabama just blew the door open with three runs to essentially put the game away. And then lastly, Catherine Sandercock did her best keeping UCLA down, but ultimately it just wasn't enough as Rachel Garcia's 11 strikeouts, Anna Vines and Delaney Wiz's RBIs, and Maya Brady's two-run homer lifted UCLA to the winner's bracket in a 4 to nothing win over Florida State. UCLA moved on to take out on Alabama in the winner's bracket game, while Florida State faced Arizona in an elimination game on Saturday. So moving on to winner's bracket Friday. And my God, the excitement just didn't end for the Dukes. There aren't enough words to express about James Madison's 2-1 to win over Oklahoma State. But first, an error in the first inning gave James Madison the 1-0 lead. Then Kate Gordon had a solo home run in the third to give the Dukes the 2-0 lead. 
Oklahoma State answered back with Chelsea Alexander single in the fifth to bring it back to two to one. Kate Gordon had her out by a mile at the plate if the ball didn't eat up Lauren Burnett behind the plate, behind the dish. Um, then Odyssey Alexander shut down the door with runners on second and third and no outs to get the win for the Dukes. Also, arguably made the play of the year um, that will be played hopefully for 20 plus years in the future for future generations to witness. Um, as uh, Chelsea Alexander's suicide squeeze, she got the ball, it was one out, and uh, grabbed the ball with her glove, tagged the run, dove to tag the runner out before she touched home. Undoubtedly one of the best plays we've ever seen from a pitcher in such a, a high-pressure situation. Um, it was number one on SportsCenter, voted the number one um, play um, of the College World Series. Also, it was the photo of the week on NCAA softball's Twitter. So it broke, it essentially broke the softball Twitter world and anyone that was keeping up with James Madison. Um, one of absolutely hands down one of the finest plays I've ever witnessed in such a high pressure situation. <clears throat> that having been said, James Madison is the first unseeded team to ever start 2-0 in the World Series. And Odyssey also held Oklahoma State to their season low in one run, allowing only three hits. And not to be outdone later that night, Montana Fouts lifted Alabama to the six to nothing win over UCLA with a fourteen strikeout perfect game. Um and lifted Alabama to being only one win away from the National Championship Series. Uh, UCLA played an elimination game on Saturday, later Saturday. Bailey Hemphill's double started the scoring for Alabama in the first to make it one to nothing. Then they would add to it with another single to make it two to nothing. Kaylee Tao's three-run homer in the fifth made it five to nothing. Alyssa Brown ground out in the sixth made it six to nothing. First perfect game thrown in the Women's College World Series since Southern Miss's Courtney Blades did it in 2000, so 21 years. F funny enough, it was also Montana Fouts' 21st birthday, so quite the present to give yourself. And it was the first win for Alabama ever against UCLA in their 11th all-time meeting, so put some respect on that Alabama name. They finally took out the blue, bo blue blood UCLA. <clears throat> so moving on to elimination Saturday, which we'll discuss. Uh, G. Juarez threw 10 strikeouts in Oklahoma's 8 to nothing. Six inning went over Georgia to stave off elimination, setting up a massive showdown with UCLA in another elimination game. Justin Allo broke the single season home run record by hitting her 31st of the season in the sixth inning. Mackenzie Donahue, Kinsey Hansen, and Jocelyn Allo all hit two-run homers in the second, 
fifth and sixth inning, respectively, to lift the offense and get them going. Mary Wilson Avant's career came to an unfortunate end in Oklahoma City. Also, this would be the last game that uh, head coach Lou Harris Champer ever coached for Georgia as she retired, I believe, the next day after that game. So, um, fantastic job done by uh, Lou Harris Champer at Georgia. Whoever they bring in to coach Georgia for the future has certainly a great setup. Specifically for this for 2022, um, Georgia could very easily make it back to the World Series in 2022 with the line with the uh, roster that they have. It's just going to be who the coach will be, and will the coach have the right decisions made in all of this good stuff as the season progresses. But we can talk about that next season. Florida State got the first comeback win in Oklahoma City since Florida State did it to win the national championship in 2018 in their 4-3 win over Arizona. And it was a terrible way to go for uh, Coach Mike Candrea uh, since he was coaching his last game at Arizona because it turned out a couple days later he retired as well. So 36 seasons... um, at Arizona, making the Women's College World Series 24 times. Certainly a legend of the game. Will certainly be missed having his impact so heavily on the game that we know and love. Um, but Florida State moved on to face Oklahoma State in another elimination game. Malia Martinez hit a home run to make it one to nothing Wildcats in the third. Carly Scoopin hit a sack fly in the fourth to make it two to nothing. Danny Morgan hit a three-run homer to make it three to two. Florida State in the bottom of the sixth. Raina Caroncos double tied it up at three in the top of the seventh. And then Cassidy Davis's sack fly walked it off. Florida State, who absolutely thrives in the elimination role as in recent years. And then uh, moving on to the. Second round of elimination Saturday. Rachel Garcia didn't have her best stuff, and it wasn't like her defense helped her out, which led to UCLA's season being cut short. In a 10-3 loss to Oklahoma, another one outstanding career came to an end as one of the players of our generation, Rachel Garcia, one of the best two-way players that we have in our game at the moment. Um, her career at UCLA is now over thanks to that loss to Oklahoma, but you got to look back as she's definitely one of the best to have done it for our generation or for her generation. Um, and she also hit a three run homer in the top of the third off Nicole May, but that would be the last time UCLA scored in the game. Jocelyn Alolo responded with a triple in the bottom of the third to make it 3-1. T.R. Jennings double drove in two runs in the fourth to take the lead 4-3. Mackenzie Donahue hit her second home run of the day to make it 5-3 in the fifth. Kinsey Hansen double made it 7-3 in the sixth. Grace Lyons singled to make it 8-3. And then Donahue hit her third home run of the day to finish the scoring at 10-3. 
Oklahoma Bats were awoken and they avenged their 2019 championship series loss to UCLA and Rachel Garcia. Now they get they got a chance to avenge their loss to James Madison on opening day in the national semifinals. James Madison needed one win. Oklahoma needed two to advance to the national championship series. Uh, but lastly, Catherine Sandercock's eight strikeouts lifted Florida State over Oklahoma State four to two in a game that finished at three eighteen Eastern time, two eighteen local time in the morning. Absolutely ridiculous that they had to play that late at night. You would never see baseball do that in the College World Series, so something certainly needs to change in that regard. But I won't rant on that now. That's a topic for another day. Um, but I didn't I didn't know about it until the next morning because I fell asleep in the fourth when Florida State had a three to one lead. Anyway, postseason Anna Shellnut hit a home run in the top of the third to make it one to nothing. Kaylee Mudge's double and an error by Oklahoma State made it two to nothing. Then a Sydney Sherrill ground out made it three to nothing. Florida State. A sack bunt by Kylie Naomi and a throwing error by Catherine Sandercock led to Oklahoma State's first run in the bottom of the third. Then Cheyenne Factor singled to drive in another run, and Kylie Naomi was thrown out at the plate to make it three to two. Florida State in the fifth. Then a wild pitch and a throwing error drove in the final run in Florida State's 4-2 win. Florida State will ha- uh, had to beat Alabama twice to make the championship series, while Alabama only needed one win. So moving on to semifinal Sunday. We've got an if-necessary game for a spot in the championship series as Oklahoma got their revenge on James Madison in a 6-3 win. T.R. Jennings led off the game with a home run breaking the freshman record for RBIs in a season with her 91st of the season. Janet Johnson a sack fly to make it 2-0 in the second. Nicole Mendez hit a triple in the fourth to make it 3-0. And then Sarah Jubis once again hit a three-run homer to tie the game at three in the bottom of the fourth. Oklahoma went from Shannon Sale to Nicole May after that. And that completely shut down James Madison's offense the rest of the way. T.R. Jennings hit a double to make it four to three in the top of the seventh. And Kinsey Hansen hit a home run to pay that off with a six to three win. They would play on Monday due to circumstances that I will get to in a minute here. But Florida State forced another, if necessary, game in their two to nothing win over Alabama. Thanks to rain delays, both if necessary's games were moved to Monday. James Madison, Oklahoma at four on on ESPN with Florida State and Alabama right after that. But Lexi Kilfoyle pitched a good game for Alabama, but the question will be, should Patrick Murphy have started Montana Fouts so Florida State couldn't get any momentum needed to come back? So, essentially... Two winner-take-all games for a spot in the National Championship Series on Monday, either way, no matter how you drew it up. Um, So let's move on to winner-take-all Monday. The magical run for the Dukes came to an end as Oklahoma took down James Madison 7-1. Kate Gordon took the opening pitch of the game out of the park on G. Juarez to make it 1-0. That would be the last time they scored as she shut them down the rest of the way. 
A wild pitch even the score for Oklahoma in the fourth. Jan John singled to make it two to one. Donahue's double drove in two more runs in the fifth to make it four to one. Jada Coleman hit another double to make it six to one. Jocelyn Allo hit another home run to make it seven to one in the sixth. No matter what, it can't be understated how much of an impact James Madison and Odyssey Alexander have had on the game of softball with this magical run to the national semifinals. I mean, personally, the standing ovation as Odyssey came out of the game made me break down in tears. Personally, having worked with JMU Softball and worked with Odyssey for a few years, um, that was just absolutely well-deserved, and it brought me to tears because I know her, and I'm so happy for what she was able to lead this team to doing and she's going to serve as an inspiration for the play she made against Oklahoma State as well as well as um, an inspiration for young pitchers especially black pitchers who you don't typically see at this level um, but Odyssey can serve as an inspiration to the future generations for the performance that she put on in the 2021 Women's College World Series. And it was unprecedented for the game, and obviously the James Madison softball, not just for James Madison University, but for the game of softball, I think it's just going to make it so much better moving forward. It shows you that parity can be achieved. And when you have a team... With so much magic on it, anything is possible. But Oklahoma advanced to face the winner of Alabama, Florida State, in the National Championship Series. Florida State did it again, winning their eighth straight elimination game at the Women's College World Series in their 8-5 to win over Alabama. Lizzie Mason started the game with a bang, hitting a three-run homer in the first to give Florida State the 3-0 lead. Kaylee Mudgebunt made it 4-0 in the second. Kaylee Harding single, driving in two more runs to make it 6-0 in the third. Which Montana Fouts was taken out of the game after that. Kaylee Mudge drove in another one to make it 7-0. Then Cindy Sherrill doubled the drive in the last run of the game to make it 8-0 in the third. But here comes Alabama as Bailey Hemphill singled in the bottom of the third to make it 8-1. Kaylee Tao singled, bringing home another to make it 8-2. Hemphill hit a two-run homer in the bottom of the fifth, making it 8-4, to four, and then Savannah Water drove in the last run of the game in the fifth. So this Florida State team was extremely reminiscent of the 2018 team that went on to win the national championship. Also, this is the first championship series where both teams lost their first game at the Women's College World Series, Oklahoma losing to James Madison and Florida State to UCLA, respectively. So moving on to the National Championship Series, Florida State was out to shock the world as they took the 1-0 series lead for the Natty in an 8-4 win over Oklahoma on Tuesday. Kaylee Harding hit a two-run home to make it 2-0 Florida State in the third. Then she doubled in the fourth to make it 4-0. Sydney Sherrill single driving in two more to make it 6-0. Lizzie Mason drove in Sherrill to make it 7-0 in the fourth. Kinsey Hansen homered in the bottom of the fourth to make it 7-1. Nicole Mint. Excuse me, Nicole Mendez homer to make it seven to two. Mackenzie Donahue single driving in two more runs in the sixth to make it seven four. 
Then an obstruction call at home led to Florida State's final run of the game. And Florida State was one win away, while Oklahoma needed to win both games. So then Oklahoma forced a winner-take-all national championship game on Thursday, thanks to their 6-2 win over Florida State on Wednesday. Lizzie Mason hit a two-run homer in the bottom of the first to make it 2-0 Florida State. They didn't score after that, obviously. Janet Johns homered in the third to make it 2-1. Jocelyn Allo hit a home run in the sixth, breaking the record for home runs by a team at 159 to make it 3-2. And Donahue singled to make it 4-2. Jada Coleman singled to make it 5-2. And Nicole Mendez hit a sack fly in the seventh to make it 6-2. And that was it. So winner-take-all national championship last Thursday. And we've got a new champion, obviously. And it's exactly who you expected as Oklahoma took the crown in a 5-1 to win over Florida State. Jocelyn Allo hit another home run in the bottom of the first to take the one to nothing lead. Jada Coleman home run in the second to make it 2-0. Sidney Sherrill hit an infield pop fly double to make it 2-1 in the third. Then a wild pitch and a Jada Coleman double ended the scoring in the third at 5-1. to G. Juarez looked absolutely fantastic again in the circle, shutting down Florida State. And she was named the most outstanding player of the Women's College World Series. Now, I know a lot of votes would have gone to Odyssey Alexander, but apparently you can only vote for a player on the winning team with the national championship team. Whatever. It is what it is. I'm pretty sure most people have Odyssey Alexander as the MVP of this World Series no matter what. Um, but that having been said, congratulations to the Oklahoma Sooners for getting that national championship. Are they going to be discussed as one of the best teams ever? They're certainly in the discussion. Their offense certainly proved it. Um, their pitching stepped up in the right time. Um, is it one of the best teams ever? I, I really don't have the depth of knowledge to be able to speak to that, but it's certainly one of the more intriguing teams I've watched since I started following college all fall back in 2014. Um, obviously, my love for the game has grown exponentially since then. Um, practically put my life on hold to watching every single game almost every single game of the tournament. So, um, But fantastic season all around. Best women's college World Series we've ever seen. The viewership's rising. People need to start investing in not just softball, but all women's sports. Um, it's well worth it. Um, it's just, you know, fantastic to see the game growing like it is. And it's oh, it was a great 2021 season. Looking forward to coming back in 2022, seeing what we got in store. Um, this will be my last recording until after the Olympics. I will have a episode um, recapping Team USA's journey at the Olympics in Tokyo. Um, also, I will have some transfer news for, uh, from college softball as well on that. Not a full 
transfer list, but just some of the notable ones, obviously. Um, and then I'm debating on whether I want to record anything for Athletes Unlimited or just wait until the I start or until the 2022 college softball season. Um, so just stay tuned on that front. Um, don't know what I'm going to do yet with that, but I know I will, I will be recording an episode after the Olympics for team USA and some transfers. Um, but you know, until then, you know, everyone live your life, enjoy your life. Um, don't have any softball. You can enjoy the baseball college world series in Omaha starting Saturday. Um, but until I talk or record a new episode for you after the Olympics, I hope you all enjoy your life. Um, be happy and be thankful for everything that you have in your life. Um, that having been said, thank you for listening. Uh, I know I've been put you through a lot this season. We're not fully done yet, but we're closing in on the final chapter of the 2021 softball campaign. Um, so thank you for taking the ride along with me and for listening. I know I'm a big ranter a lot, but it means a lot that you're listening. Jesus. Um, so um, we'll see you after the Olympics and uh, good night, everyone.